0: It is LeVac and Gaz on a Techies Tuesday. Techies Fire and Water Restoration, your best way back to normal. Check them out online, tefirewater.com. Uh, of course, um, as, as you know, uh, some of my favorite people. And um, um, the reason that I'm not losing my ever-loving mind over a corner of my floor being ruined by my beer fridge. Um, I rolled it out to clean, and it's warped because obviously the fridge has been leaking for a while now. Uh but I know I know the people to take care of it. Techies, fire and water restoration. Your best way back to normal. Check them online. T E firewater.com. Or do what I do. Mike. Oh Mike! Oh, My new floor looks like shit. <laughs> um, all right, man. Well, you know, that's it. Nothing else to talk about. No, no sports happen this weekend whatsoever. <laughs> Feel good, good news. Enough. Good.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say good news and bad news depending on who your fair college football teams are. Uh, I feel like we should start with the local stuff first. The upstate New York teams with all this, no disrespect to the D3 squads. Everybody else, you all, but Syracuse, gets to get the first quarter love here at the gates. I feel like we start with the Great Danes first, though, because that might be a quicker conversation than the Syracuse I just know, like,
0: like I, I realize that you are actually the exact person who will hear about it from, like, Union, and RPI, and everything like that. But it is funny to me that you felt the need to let them know that, <laughs> you know hey you know how no one ever talks about you okay we're not gonna either so good luck boys (laughs) go get them i put that out there there it is i've covered myself that's right that's the way i do it we'll talk about you the week that you beat the crap out of gaza's alma mater that's when we'll we'll go to war for you over hobart apologies
1: to mad damon like jimmy Kimmel used to say
0: (laughs) um which one did you want to start with? I figured you'd go right in on your orange. I thought you go,
1: I was I was going to go on on the orange, but I feel like we start with you Albany just because there's less to talk about because unfortunately, like our guy Benny Wednesday wanted the upset. We all wanted the upset. Oh, it was upsetting. Was, it was, yeah. Oh, oh, it was upsetting all right. <laughs> as Mark Sinclair made sure he put in the headline,
0: the most lopsided loss in the history of you Albany football. Which you know, honestly, like in a weird way, made me feel better. Like it, you know, it it just as 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 horrific as it was, as much as I hated what happened, um, as much as I had trouble digging into it and feeling any kind of goodness over a 69 to 10, just overall ass whooping, knowing that that had never happened before kind of made me feel better because, you know, this is a team that's, it, you're, it's, this is what we like to call growing pains. You know, you're step, you stepped up to the bigger, the bigger conference CAA, you're, you're stepping up, you're taking on a, a power team. Every year to start your season now, um, you know it may. It did, oddly enough, Lurch made me feel better on that one. I wish the article would have been Albany loses sixty nine to
1: ten. Parentheses, Giggity. nice next to the sixty nine, and then Coach Kato "quote They're obviously a good football team." End of article. That's <laughs> it. That, that that's the whole wrap up of Baylor versus the Albany. Baylor. Uh, We said this on our weekend show, if you might have missed it, has a realistic chance to get to the college football playoff this season with the really competitive SEC, the ACC, which we're going to get to in a little bit looking awful. Baylor looked like one of the top four teams in the country. Now, some would say asterisk next to that playing against an FCS team, but still like Baylor was awesome at home in Waco. They were great. And you mentioned it. Look, it's a huge test. You all be, is going to look at that and have some new bar to be set for the rest of the season. The hope, the hope is that is the idea of we just played Baylor in game one. This is what we think our competition is going to be. If we play anywhere close to that, we can be really good. That's the hope. Right. I hope it's true when they play their second week matchup of the season.
0: Well, And that's, I guess that's what it comes down to, right? So we were talking about this on Saturday, you get a marquee matchup knowing full well you're going to lose. Like, you know, you're going to, you know, I believe I said you're hoping to keep them under 70. I think I actually said that. Um, which you did. You did that. But like the money and everything else, it's gotta be a bit of a challenge on the on the flight home to get your guys to realize what really happened right there. Because these look, I don't I don't care where you come from. If you're a recruited college football player, you've probably done more winning than losing. And even if you lost, it was it was most likely not because of you. So like to to take that kind of of a of a lopsided loss, it's gotta wear on them a little bit. And like I you know, I have total total like just belief in and everything in, in Coach Greg Gattuso. but like how do you address it? Because you don't go into there's no way he goes into that game saying, Hey guys, there's a good chance we're gonna lose 69 to 10. Like there's like hey, guys, nobody dies today, and we'll count it as a win. Like he doesn't go in. This that. is
1: Sparta. Right, not right. the inspirational speech. Like a shout to Coach Barnell he used to give us like the old uh what was the the lions den where the gladiators would step in and fight the lions. He had these great emotional speeches, and then we'd get torched by forty points in basketball. Yeah, Coach Cattuso's is not going to be uh, football's the game of inches. No, he couldn't have done right. a speech like that. But I'm saying
0: like it's not. But he 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 didn't prepare them to lose either. Like he didn't go in there going, "Hey guys, just uh, if everybody comes out with ten fingers and toes each, rock and roll, we survive." That's all I need from you. So now when you leave, you got to go, "Hey, we knew that was going to happen." <laughs> like, like it's Baylor, it's the top ten team in the entire country. We, they they paid us to come here and and be a part of this. Like it's it's got to be one of the tougher coaching jobs between last week and this week. It's got to be
1: especially for the players, right? They're going to look at the film and be like, you know what? I can hang with this now. Like we don't have to say we're we're good. We too. We'll be fine. We'll be good against New Hampshire. We'll be good against Fordham for the rest of the season. All these other teams. We find out like that's, it feels like it's a cop-out answer, but it feels like the truth of, we really may not find out how good you all be is until this weekend at the earliest. Like, I, I hope, I hope we can take away positives and all that stuff we talked about from the game. That's the best case scenario. But you and I have covered this team for a few years now. It comes down to four or five plays because these conferences and this division and the league, all that is so close. A special teams botch, a turnover, a fumble. You look at the 2018-19, and I know 2021 is tough because of COVID and recruiting and all that stuff. But, like, we've seen you Albany teams be within a few plays of having a winning record going to the playoffs and having a season they don't consider to be successful.
0: I just, like, I don't know. Do you, if you're a player, you know, put yourself back in your Hobart days? What do I have to tell you, so that you, I, at home this Saturday night, look at New Hampshire like they are they are about to get gutted, like because you just got your ass kicked, like you know what I mean, like you you did. And so how do you do it? How do you how do you look back and go, hey guys, uh, this ain't Baylor across the field. You know, maybe that's how you do it. Maybe you just go, you know, you learn something. After, after that that slice of humble pie, now you get to slap the crap out of a team that isn't as good as you are.
1: Talk him up in film. Film can be a time where you can rip in somebody, like, why, why that guy beat you one-on-one? The response from a player would be, he plays for Baylor, you know, that's right. probably why he beat me. So if you start hyping up the good plays, build the confidence of the guys rather than tearing them down in film, which can sometimes feel like an attack, but it's really not, it's coaches coaching that's a huge start for that so good luck to the great danes as long as it's not as bad as week one you're gonna be okay you're gonna be just fine
0: yeah yeah absolutely well, and, and um our guy jim from inside the walls it was basically what you and i were talking about all friday night jared verse <laughs> listen he looked he looked pretty damn good there from florida state he looked pretty good whoo!
1: it was jim naggy from sb nation and other people were like whoever found him Whoever found Jared Verse in that film against Syracuse, because it was one game they yeah. watched UAlbany versus Syracuse, Florida State prepping for the Orange last year. Whoever found him should not pay for a
0: drink in Tallahassee. I will second that.
1: <laughs> well, Shout out it, to like, Monster.
0: Like, but what does that say about about you know Coach Catuso and his staff too? I mean, this is a guy he came in as what an undersized tight end, and now he now he's wreaking havoc in the ACC. I mean, granted, it's only the ACC, but you know, <laughs> sorry guys, <God. laughs> sorry Jim. But like that's you know that's a, that's a success story and a half. If if I'm if I'm somebody who who thinks I'm not getting the respect I deserve in recruitment, and I know that I can I know I can be something. I know I got to put on a couple pounds. I know I need a little bit of work. But I'm not going to. I'm I'm looking right I'm right at the campus on Western Ave. I'm going right there. Like I want all I want I want to be all in on that because they're obviously going to help me develop. And then I could get a chance to go do a versus do it, which would be which would be great.
1: Yes, he showed out. He was really, really good. I'm so pumped that he's continuing to have that type of impact at a high level. It's awesome, man. Uh, you know who else played well as Syracuse? We made it ten minutes into this without mentioning
0: my orange. Yeah, (laughs) you do. Go ahead, enjoy it. Enjoy it. That was. I mean, it's funny because. My brain told me that Louisville has owned Q's lately, mainly because of the way that you react to Louisville, like you act like Louisville, like is is been stealing your lunch money since the day you were born. But what is it Corso brought it up? The home team wins in the series, and Syracuse held serve. He's, they smacked him, baby, thirty-one to seven. And there was a
1: moment in this game in the second quarter where Sean Tucker goes down with an injury. And I just thought in my head, all right, it's over. We had a good run. It's good. It's fun been while it lasted Syracuse fans. Now it's over. He comes back in the game in the second half and still tears it up. Uh, I know Paul Pierce used to have this nickname, the truth. Sean Tucker's the truth. There were some plays in that game where I'm just looking around like, oh my God. 21 carries, 100 yards and a touchdown. Six catches, 84 yards and a touchdown. He gets out of the open field and he makes guys miss. He reminds me, and this is a kind of a hard comparison to understand, and I know older college football fans will know this comparison. He reminds me of a young Frank Gore if he didn't get hurt in college. You know, like Frank Gore, he'd get the ball and just kind of nod your head like, oh, that was a good play. Oh, that was a good play. And you just keep watching it over and over like, yo, that guy's good. That's what Sean Tucker is, a young Frank Gore if he didn't get hurt, and he legit can get Syracuse by himself to a bowl game. He is, in my lifetime, the best running back Syracuse has ever had, in my lifetime.
0: I, yeah, I mean, so obviously you think he should have 44. That's what you're trying to
1: say. Um, <laughs> trying to start up those tailgaters. I, that was the biggest conversation I heard at the tailgate. How come Tucker's not wearing 44? How come they didn't let him wear 44? Oh and I to keep telling people, like, guys, they asked him. He said no. They asked right. him, they should He should wear it still. Now it's, of course, like, with people who are also wearing 44 jerseys at the tail. I'm like, they, okay, all right, just just get to the game. 8 o'clock kickoff.
0: That's why you just look at him and go, well, he was honored at first, and then he saw who else is wearing 44 today and decided not to do it. Um, <laughs> it well, here, here's something, like, how exciting is it? for you that you might be able to legitimately vote for one of your favorite teams, one of your favorite players for a Heisman. Like you may legitimately, because you can't really, how far back do you have to go? You have to go McNabb. You have, you, you, how far back do you have to go before you have a legit Heisman candidate for the orange? So
1: it was 98 was McNabb. Oh, one was Freeney. Now we know the history of defensive players winning the Heisman, but Freeney, was top six, I believe, might have been top right. seven. What helped Freeney was that in a huge performance, one of the great performances ever by a player at the Carrier Dome, now known as the JMA Wireless, he sacked Michael Vick four yeah, and a half I'm times. never going to call
0: it that. I'm yeah. never going to call it that. What was it? What na- is it called? JMA Wireless Dome. I'm never going to say that. That's <laughs> never. It's going to be the Carrier. I'll just call it the Dome. I, I just can't. J- JMA Wireless Dome? That's right. I, the second I see one wire in that dome, I'm screaming liar and just pointing at it until someone drags me out of there. Where's the Wi-Fi?
1: There was yeah. barely any Wi-Fi, too, in there for game one.
0: Oh, my God. Can you imagine having it being named after a place that gives you Wi-Fi and you don't have you don't have stellar Wi-Fi? Be <laughs> Look insane. at the complaints
1: right now. That's
0: exactly yeah. it. Up Which is time. great because they can't give them to you because there's no Wi-Fi. Sorry.
1: For Tucker to be in that conversation for the Heisman, even though he is one of the best running backs in the country, he's got to have a huge game against Clemson or Florida State or NC State. It's nice that it's against Louisville. They've got UConn coming up. They've got Wagner coming up. Yeah, who do you have? Yeah, he's got to have a huge game against a marquee opponent in a national stage. And one other thing, I want to, Jim, for some great stat he just pulled here. Man, that quarterback won. What a turnaround from last year. Orange, a different team from last year. Garrett Schrader, if you missed the stat, was rated as the best college football quarterback in week one in the country. Pro football focus crunched the numbers against the blitz, everything else. That's a hell of a stat for Syracuse. Guy shaves his beard, and all of a sudden he's the best quarterback in the country.
0: Statistically,
1: take that for whatever that means.
0: Actually, your schedule lays out pretty nice. Like If he can do this week in and week out, at UConn, then home for Purdue. Virginia, okay. Wagner, okay. NC State. At Clemson. Home for Notre Dame at Pitt, you get Florida State, at Wake Forest, and you finish the year at Boston College. A lot of people think Boston College might be a team to have some fun watching this year. So if, if he goes out there and, and you know continues to put up stellar numbers, he's going to at least get the invite.
1: You can taste the Bronx beers now, can't you, at the Pinstripe Bowl?
0: Dude, I'm you know I'm always in for that one. You know I'm always in for the Pinstripe Bowl. Come on now. Football, for, something weird about how much I enjoy football at Yankee Stadium. There's just, it just doesn't compute. Like, what did I see? Was it Wisconsin, Miami, the one year I went to? Like, just, and it was just a garbage bowl. It was, it was when Wisconsin, like, I mean, that's all they ever do, but it was like a horrendously uninspiring offense where they just ran the ball, ran the ball, ran the ball, ball, played defense, ran the ball, ran the ball. That's all they did the entire year. And Miami was not Miami. So, and we're just, I was like, how quick can we get drunk and where's the closest steakhouse? That was, that was, that was how that game went.
1: I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but I will, because I don't know how many other do times it. I get a chance to do it. The ACC stinks. The whole conference is terrible. Clemson last night against Georgia Tech. I know they covered, so if you
0: cashed in. They looked chasing, better as the game went on. Yes. We sure. started to look like he actually knew what a football was. But the kid came in. The kid there, man. Yeah. He's going to push you. And that's a th- I think that's what he needed, because Clemson had gone to the college
1: football playoffs six years in a row, and the expectations post Watson and Lawrence are now set to be that good. He just couldn't throw the ball. Now they covered, they won. Maybe they'll figure it out, but I'm glad they had a quarterback pushing him, as I to call him, 5'10", 180, and skinny is what I've nicknamed that quarterback who comes in for Oogler Lele. So Clemson played better in the second half. NC State should have lost to East Carolina if their kicker knocks down an extra point and a field goal. Miami didn't really play anybody. They played Bethune. Pittsburgh wasn't impressive on Thursday night. Uh, that's about it. And Louisville got toasted. And Syracuse looked great. Syracuse got some votes in the coaches' poll this week. So I want to say the ACC is wide open. But that's just me getting excited that I think Syracuse can get to an Orange Bowl already after just one victory.
0: <laughs> and it's funny to me that you're such a – like you swear that you don't pick your favorite teams by the color orange, but the only bowl you care about is the Orange Bowl. It's the only bowl you care – it's not like national championship. It's not like, oh, the I think the Rose Bowl is going to be special this year, and I think we could get into it if X, Y, and Z happen. It's the orange, 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 orange. Like orange, you glad? I didn't say banana. No, orange, orange, orange. We've
1: got a bunch of comments oh, about college football games from the nation. Before we get to those comments, Levesque, because we got a bunch of people that The NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins, and new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL game to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If that's not enough, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings' stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100%. With payouts bigger than ever, why bet on football anywhere else? To make things even sweeter, you can throw it out on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code 518 to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code 518. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.
0: I have a a gambling problem after this weekend. What am I going to do with all this money? (laughs) I mean, I have so much money now. Um, give me all the money Thursday uh, to Hooters, by the way, Thursday at Hooters. Uh, you want to place
1: that first draft bet? Come join us at six 30, eight o'clock. We're looking forward to having an awesome night at Hooters with the bills. Mafia potentially coming out for us. We appreciate all the bills fans who might be spending a nice Thursday night with us under the orange roof. Uh,
0: yeah. You know, maybe, maybe I'll get a little escort from uh, out of there. Philly wish. go hey. bills. Um, you know, we, we kind of put together a quick boot bet. It was you, myself, and Boston, Dan. And started with 100 bucks each betting football. Uh, Dan was unable to text his results because his tears of losing uh, shorted out his phone. I'm assuming you barely bet because you're kind of a pussy. $2.87. I'm up. I am up $90. <laughs> started with a hundy, up to one let Let's go. And those are like five and ten dollar bets. So like, I read somewhere forever ago, and it kind of stuck in my brain. You shouldn't bet more than like ten percent of your of your your nut, what you got, on one bet. You shouldn't like like oh, I got hundred bucks. Let me bet hundred bucks on this. Sure, if you win, it's great. Now you got two hundred, whatever. But if you lose, you're out. So I was betting five and ten dollars. So like, if I really liked it, I was doing ten. If I kind of liked it, I was doing five. And then a lot of the DraftKings like promos or the boosted parlays i i somehow the three or four of those that i hit three of them hit so let's freaking go i'm because, ready i'm fired because, up
1: because of our schedules levac this upcoming weekend there is a chance we might do our pick segment early on thursday and there are a lot of plays i like for week one when we come back with our pick segment so if you want to place your bets via DraftKings? maybe we'll discuss that for our thursday show our week one picks earlier I, in the week
0: i have to because okay, let's do it Um, because I'm because after the show, the next like morning I head down to Georgia and you can't bet on DraftKings in Georgia. And then I have the uh, National Arena League owners meetings in Florida and you can't you can't you can't bet there. So I got to get my bets in early and then I still will probably end up calling you or Boston Dan and saying, hey, log into my DraftKings account and bet this for me. <laughs>
1: Which is a perfect segue to Monty who just wrote a comment who wrote. Speaking of football, I see many
0: years of being around me has
1: rubbed off Levac on you. You bought the Lions.
0: Same colors, very close. Uh the only difference is this team wins. Um, which, you know, I'm sorry to tell you that that's 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 definitely where it stops. But I hope to be the Dan Campbell. I won't be the head coach, but I hope to be the guy who says crazy things that everybody kind of rallies around. It worked in Albany. I'm hoping it can work in Columbus, Georgia. I was on a big call with the guys from Columbus, Georgia uh, just just before this show. Big, big doings. Ooh. we got big news coming out Tuesday. Okay. So a week from today, we got a big old press conference. So be ready for that.
1: I know I'm jumping around here a little bit because we got a lot of comments and questions. Some I'm going to save for Q&A. So if you don't hear it now, we'll come back to it at the end.
0: Or, but we, talk- or it sucked and we're not going to do it at all. It's one or the other.
1: Our pal Tommy Gross gave us an easier segue into this too. What do you think the biggest surprise of the college football weekend was? I think that's a pretty wide open question, whether it's an upset, a team's performance, a player. I would like to go first, LeVac, if you don't mind. I would love for you to go first. I want the SEC to suck. Like, I just don't want to hear every single weekend how great SEC football is. And I get like a long time ago, it was about ESPN being invested in the success of the SEC because they have the SEC network. I can't deny it anymore. They are so much better than everybody else. I so badly wanted Oregon to hang with Georgia. you. Finally,
0: you finally you finally realize they're good. Okay. SCC football, good. Guys, hot you. take. Woo. Oh, burning up, burning Look up out.
1: interwebs. <laughs> Georgia smoked Oregon. That game was, uh, I wish I could have just hammered it on my phone as high as I could. The game was over in the second quarter, even though Oregon did their best. No, that Georgia defense is still as good. Maybe not yeah. as good as last year, yeah. but like elite top one defense in the country. They're awesome. Alabama. I can't wait to scream as Texas back Saturday when that kickoff happens. They're <laughs> stacked again. Arkansas goes out and beats Cincinnati, Tennessee, that smokes team on Thursday. Everybody's good. The only team that didn't look good was LSU. And I can't wait till they become the modern day Nebraska and go seven and five forever for getting rid of our boy, Ed Orgeron. So the SEC, I think the final record was 14 and one in week one, and LSU was the only loss.
0: Did Ohio State look good? It's just Notre Dame looked better than everybody expected. Because Ohio State did not do what everybody thought they were gonna do. Except for me. I thought they were gonna, I thought it would be a close game. That's I fell up almost double my money.
1: Yeah, I was ready for Ohio State. That was one of my plays this week. I thought they were gonna light him up. Marcus Freeman, the first time he was a coach was in that Fiesta Bowl at Oklahoma State and Gundy, lit him up. I know he's a defensive minded coach, but to go into week one and slow down that offense with Stroud, Jackson on the outside. I like calling him Jackson, like that's his last name. That last that's how he he's now moved to the two a scenario for him. Uh, yeah, Ohio State did not look as good as Notre Dame, even though they won the game. I was right. more impressed with Notre Dame than the Buckeyes. How did um
0: did did anybody keep track of our picks? I don't know that I lost. I I don't, you two. know what I lost? I lost the over Notre Dame, Ohio State. Ooh. I think I hit just about everything else.
1: So you were three and one, I was two and two. I love my James Madison Dukes baby. I wish I could have hammered that to 21.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, What about this question here? I got one from Corey. We'll do one more nationally broad question. Who cares? Let's go. How about that Florida quarterback? Could they upset Bama or Georgia? You went right to the jugular, huh? Corey didn't even hesitate. hesitate. Uh, I'll say this about the Florida quarterback. Corey, he did the same thing last year. Uh, AR-15 is his band nickname, Anthony Richardson. As we've said, the kid who was a freshman who got 15 at Florida. But he did the same thing last year. So somebody, might even be as soon as Tennessee, I believe they get him in two weeks. Someone's going to force him to throw. That's cool he had three rushing touchdowns, but before I call you the next Tebow or Cam Newton, let's see a throw against an SEC defense. So I'd back off on beating Bama and Georgia that fast.
0: It is It is intriguing, though. Like, like the teams that we desperately want to be good, like the joke is Texas back. Like Florida went from unranked to like twelve. Yeah. like that's a hell of a jump like you weren't even ranked and now you're you're middle of the pack i think there were 12 in the coaches and like 19 in the ap or something but you went from unranked to like middle of the pack that's, I went through, that's impressive. crazy
1: yeah i went through my top 25 for Godzilla. i just posted actually a few minutes before we went live and i'm like wait i didn't have florida in my top 20 20- oh right because they beat utah that's right okay yeah they deserve to be up there
0: where did you uh where'd you put ohio state
1: i put ohio state three I for? Georgia one. Okay. I like it. Uh, Bama two. Okay. Ohio state three and Michigan yeah. four.
0: That's all right. That's all right. That's not, I mean, it's not terrible. You're kind of a wuss. I want I want people to people just freaking free fall Ohio state. I just want Ohio state to free fall. They won Michigan's, Michigan's schedule is so easy. Like if they lose, if Michigan loses a game before Ohio state, it's just it, uh, over. But Ohio state just, they just, I don't know. I was this offensive juggernaut. I was expecting to see this just, you know, this domination from the from the, the scarlet and gray. And Notre Dame was like, yeah, nah, we, we're just as good as you are. Like that's I'm, – I'm just saying, if that happens, you should fall a little more, I think, personally.
1: They both have a chance to make the college football playoff. How about that? Even though Notre Dame lost, if they keep winning, they can get in, and Ohio State hasn't lost yet. So they could both – Maybe, maybe we'll, nah, I wouldn't say a rematch. That'd be too tough, but they can still have really good
0: seasons. Well, you, you kind of, I think you kind of need it if they're both going to be in for a rematch because Ohio State can't lose again and Notre Dame can't lose again because if Ohio State gets waxed by like a lesser team or, or you know, even though they, they do lose that again. Yeah, something like that. Well, then strength, this uh, opponent goes down for Notre Dame. So you may actually need them to be, Like a two three or a three four or something like that, if if it's gonna if it's gonna happen.
1: Syracuse in the college football playoff as well. I'm gonna sneak down.
0: What? Which? What? Is there another playoff? Are we doing twelve already? How many? How many teams are in the playoff this year?
1: Mohawk Honda is your place where you should buy your vehicle this upcoming fall. It is a spot where the supply chain's a little strange, and they're gonna make sure they work. Syracuse to the
0: top twenty five. I'm looking. Don't I miss them? Check. Get some votes.
1: (laughs) Mohawk Honda, we will be there next Thursday. Wherever you're listening to this, that is September 15th. Join us in Glenville, New York. That's a 4.30 to 6 o'clock show. I'm going to keep saying the date just in case uh, Mr. LeVac has to uh, go remote. We'll figure it out. We'll do everything we can, but we will be there. Godzilla Media will be in attendance for that event. I'll do it from my truck in Georgia. (laughs) (laughs) Well, whether you visit us that Thursday or – you are going at some point this month. Remember to ask for our people we love Cam McKenna, Brian McKenna, Lindsey Harrison, Greg Johnson, MJ, John in service. they so the VIP man Morales. Look, I could continue to run through the list of people we love over there. They're going to take care of you. It's people that you want on your side when you're going through the car buying experience. I'm just hearing constantly, some people wait until the end of the summer, early fall to think, all right, I'm going to trade my vehicle, but I don't want to go on the lot. I don't want to feel pressured. I don't know what I'm doing. Go to Mohawk Honda. Work with people that you want on your side during this experience. And you can get a 2022 with the 2023s on the way for a price you could maybe not even imagine. It can happen right now. I know 2022 Pilot EXL sitting in my driveway. Levesque loves the Mohawk family as well. We've worked for them for years with these partnerships. And we're so excited that you might have a partnership on the way with them as well. Those road trips, those tailgates, everything on the way for you can happen as soon as this month. If you head over to Mohawk Honda in Glenville, we'll be there Thursday, September 15th mohawk honda where they always go out of their way to please you
0: that is true the collision center phenomenal new car smell somehow they put it back in the truck and that's saying something considering it was my truck and the way i made it smell um it's it's impressive i mean the the way my truck looks even though i scratched it again it's just amazing and i would never recommend scratching your vehicle but legit what's my truck eight months old and i scratched it and I was just like, I was just on that backside where you can't smell the new car smell anymore. And now it's, they put it back in somehow. I don't know how they did it. And I'm just like, I may have to scratch my truck every eight months. I may have to, or I could just probably have them detail it. But that sounds way too easy. Um, they just, did every, they made everything so easy. It was great. And it was, you know, it's a three-stage paint job and all this other crap. And it, it didn't break the bank. I'm not going to pretend it was like the cheapest thing I've ever done, but to get the, something done right. Isn't always the cheapest thing, but it was. It was definitely affordable, and it looks perfect. Looks brand new. So, um, you know, just very excited. Love, love what they do over there. Uh, the Mohawk Collision Center. I say new vehicle. Just buy a new one. Yep. I
1: love my truck. My truck's only got eight thousand miles on it. You can learn to love again.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I'm so that excited about Gaga? driving this thing. This is the only the only reason I'm excited about driving down to Georgia is I'm driving my truck. My Silverado. I'm gonna pop it in sport mode. Race and be like a race car. Go, go. How you doing? Are you, How, what are you thinking about? That? I don't want to talk about the Yankees. I don't think. I don't know. I don't know if I. I don't know if I'm ready again. You talking about learning to love again? They just they they kind of drag me in and then and then they they drop me off and they drive me in. They drop me off. They're already postponed today, so I already don't have anything to listen to later tonight. I, I, felt don't, so, I, don't, I don't get them. I don't understand them.
1: I felt so confident that this year was going to be the year that you and I did not have to deal with a Yankee fan freak out and things were going to be okay. And the division lead was too big to actually have a team be in consideration to catch them. Yeah.
0: You were not correct. Are,
1: I was not, I was not Our guy yeah. Willie fish. How does Rizzo go to the IL due to headaches? That's the same excuse my wife uses.
0: <laughs> <laughs> did you ever hear the check? That she yells at like Rizzo and Stanton. It's it's uh, it's all no. over there. Like John, I think John Boyce shared it. With somebody like that. She just yells that he can sit on her face. <laughs> Rizzo, she's got like the the New York, the deep New York City accent. Rizzo, you can sit on my face, and it's like, <laughs> and I'm just like, I I like, I've never I haven't seen the video, but I've heard she's actually attractive. But I'm still just like I don't. I don't think that's the line that, that hooks me. I don't think that's the one that makes you go, you know what? Guys, I'm going to be late for today's game. Got a new seating arrangement over here.
1: Warming up in the on deck circle. I'm hitting a home run for her. Rizzo!
0: <laughs> he points to her, points yard. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a huge
1: What's that? I thought that was a guy thing. I thought guys would yell that at girls. I never knew girls would even use I would not know how to react if a girl ever said that to me.
0: I, ever. I know how i I'd react. I'd, I'd try to get out. Would, well, actually, it just really depends on how she looks. You want to read that <laughs> Does comment? Does she have pink eye? <laughs> I mean, really wished. Maybe that's how he got the headaches. Well, it's probably that voice. <laughs> that voice is aggressive. That's an aggressive voice. Um. What Isn't the hell a- happened to the team? What what happened to the Yankees?
1: Yeah. What happened to
0: this team? I, it's, it's got to be chemistry. It's got. There's no other. There's no other excuse. With Stan being hurt, I know that like affects the lineup. Uh, you know, but Montgomery being gone and everything that you moved around the injuries. It just feels like they, they don't. There was a vibe. There was an energy. There was a belief from them and from anyone who was a fan and watching or listening to the games. They were going to win the game. Like, when they lost, it was like, oh, crap. I can't believe that one got away from them. All right, the next five nights, are, you guys are screwed because the Yankees are going to win. They don't have that energy right now. They don't have that vibe. Like, they have a defeatist vibe to them, except for Judge. Like, Judge just – all he does is get up, hit home runs, and, you know, maybe because he ne- never sat on that chick's face. I don't know. But, like, it's just – there's there's just something missing. It's obvious. And it just doesn't – I don't know. I don't think there's a quick fix for it. I don't know if it's a players-only meeting or you, know, you can't make a lot of changes, these younger guys. I, I just – maybe it's one of those things that the they'll figure out the chemistry again, but right now it just feels feels flat.
1: I like the comment our friend Lynn over at Siena had about this team where somebody had said, Judge is carrying this team on its back, and she's like, What team? I go, yeah. what, what is he doing? He, I, I get the guy's doing his best, but – the whole feel around it is different because they're not winning anymore. Like the whole spot of judges success for the AL chase. And I didn't do the graphic right here. I wrote home run Deem, So I'm just going to take that down real quick. Uh, but the whole thing of it, like the, let me go back to the, the trade spot though. Cause Benatini's hurt. Joey yeah. Gallo stunk. So they didn't right. need Gallo, right. uh, but the guys they thought were going to be the change, the big acquisitions and the minor league call-ups, this seems too hindsight 2020, but was Cashman too aggressive? Like, you mentioned chemistry. They were winning. Yeah. Things yep. were fine. You didn't have to touch anything. But summer after summer, Cashman dimes in and says, okay, we're just going to share this up a little bit. We're going to tinker a little bit. This is perfect. And I don't know if someone hit the wrong switch or they turned it the wrong way or you mentioned something in the clubhouse hasn't been reported, but something happened in that trade deadline and it has not been the same team since.
0: I just don't know why you let Jordan Montgomery go. Like that just doesn't make sense to me. Like it, the the league is about starting pitching. Playoffs is about starting pitching. Was he an ace? No. But was he a jack? You know what I mean? Like was was he a 3? Sure. On a good day was he a 2? Absolutely. He goes out and throws a complete game shutout right after, you know, right after you let him go. First ever of his career. I just I don't know why you let a guy like Montgomery go. That that's the one and if you remember the news broke while we were doing this and I was, I was distraught. I love Montgomery. He's been like, you know, guy's got five pitches. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me that, that, that you let him go. And it's not really, you know, it's not really pitching. Like a lot of nights, like if you look at, they, they lose, they don't score any runs. You know, I didn't, I don't know if it's my good friend Risp again, maybe it's Risp runners in scoring position, but like, you know, you get blown out nine nothing. You lose three two two one four three four one three two. Like the pitching's been relatively okay in these losses. You don't score any runs. You score two run stops. I don't know.
1: I don't get Back it. to the Montgomery thing, by the way. Let's also note that St. Louis is seven and a half games up now in the NL Central because yep. not only was Montgomery good, that had the perfect effect that St. Louis needed because they yep. were battling with the Brewers there, and there were teams in the mix that who could be the play that Montgomery acquisition was exactly what st louis needed to keep that franchise in the mix the lack of offense two weeks ago we mentioned stanton and stanton not being in the lineup and if he's ever going to be appreciated by a yankee fan you and i have now talked about this for a few minutes and neither one of us has said oh it's because stanton hasn't been the player of the impact or anything else because rather than us looking at it as saying hey stanton's injury threw off the chemistry of the lineup everything else i think most yankee fans feel the same way too it's like okay he should be out there then you know, right. like he should be playing. Right. We're not going to give him
0: credit for not being on the field because he's got to be on the field and be an impact right. player. Well, you know the 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 weird thing about Stanton is if this keeps going the way it's going, I mean the Yankees are going to be a playoff team. They're not going to like. I think ultimately they'll do enough to hold on to the AL East. They'll be a playoff team. They'll be, but will they have to buy? I don't know. Who knows at this point? But like, all I can think back to is the year that Stanton was making the run at the home run record. And the team was so putrid down in Miami that Mattingly started batting him lead off to make sure he would get as many at-bats as possible. He's, if Maybe he's the guy who could walk into the locker room right now and go, hey, you guys enjoying the show the judge is putting on? Because I put this show on once before too. And you know what really sucked? Everybody on my team just watched me do this show. So it ended after 162 games. Get off your asses and hit the baseball. <laughs> maybe that's Maybe that's what needs to be said.
1: Yeah, I think that's a very good statement. If they need that to happen, comparing Judge's chase right now to '98, '98 was Maguire and Sosa. Of course, yeah. the Cubs did make the playoffs that year. Now St. Louis did not. Chicago did. So Cub fan can look back and say the Cubs as a franchise have struggled, especially with those old fans. But his yeah. success of Sosa helped that team get to the postseason. It feels way different for the Yankees. Way yeah. different. Because if the Yankees are like two games up in the final week of September and Toronto's on their heels or maybe my Baltimore Orioles or Tampa, whoever, are all really close and Judge hits number 62 and the Yankees lose the division, people are not going to celebrate it. It feels like if it was another franchise, the home run chase would be more, but because the Yankees are the Yankees, Yankee fan is putting that in the rear view mirror because they want success.
0: Huh. And then don't forget the other little fun caveat part of this story judge could hit 62 home runs you get routed in the first round of the playoffs oh and by the way he's not under contract anymore so like you could you could that part that like as a fan of judge i'm very excited to see him hit 60 plus home runs very excited couldn't happen to a better guy but if that 60 plus home runs comes in a non-world series year i'm not even saying win it just get to it I would. I would prefer win it, and then he leaves. It's going to be hard to look at Cashman and go, "Hey, you, you, you still got figure it figured out?" Like you said, maybe you made a couple too many moves. You told us you weren't spending money on free agents because you were saving it. We thought it was for Judge. Who are you saving it for, buddy? Who are you saving it for? But is it, is it for you know an earlier, a uh, couple rounds of golf? Because right now. It, it doesn't, like I said, the energy is not there. Maybe this rain out tonight is a good thing. They just get your mind right, figure it out, and who knows? It's just, it's there. We know the ability to, to dominate baseball is there. It's just a matter of getting them to do it again. And I, and I don't know. Again, is it a players only meeting? Is it a, um, is it is it a savages in the effing box moment? Is it you know? I I, I just don't know. I don't see the person who's going to go in there and light them up. I don't know if they have them.
1: We haven't mentioned Boone or Cashman yet, is the reason. I know Cashman, I alluded we, to we, that. We, we did bring Cash right? at least, but. Right. Like we, we mentioned that he might have been too aggressive, which is very rare for any GM in baseball. I looked at Boone too, and I'm like, what do you want to yell at him about? If there was a big play, a big mistake, a big moment, trust me, we would have seen Yankee fan light him up on social media, but even the most anti Boone people might have been struggling to find the prime examples of Boone baffled mistakes or anything like that i wanted to get a cooler name for boone's blunders oh there we go that's way better yeah some of <laughs> balloons i'll edit that on the audio so don't worry boone's blunders for hurting this yankee that hasn't happened that often
0: well if anything like the the worst thing about boone is just you feel like he's a spectator and I, and, and i know that's one of the bigger debates in all the sports like is there is there like a leadership position who does less than the manager in baseball but like when you've got this much talent and you proved it, you can't you can't get off to the start they got off to and not be a good baseball team. Again, you tinkered a little bit. You probably screwed up the chemistry. You gave up, you know, Jordan Montgomery for a guy who doesn't, uh, you know, who isn't playing, and uh, you know, and Harrison masturbator. And uh, now, you know, you're, you're looking at, it, but you you have enough. You just got to score some freaking runs. You just got to score some runs. That's all you got to do. Score some runs, and you're right back in this thing.
1: You're on your way. Do you ever look across the National League and see the Mets might blow their division and the Yankee fans like, all right, could be worse. Could be, all right, at least, at least the Southern New York team. I want to say they're struggling and Mets fan probably views it like that, but this feels way different for the Mets side of it on the other, because Atlanta got hot. Like Atlanta's the best yeah. team in baseball, post all-star break. Atlanta's the defending World Series champion. Atlanta is so good that Ian Anderson, their first round draft pick, I know he hasn't been pitching well, but most franchises, when they have first-round draft pick who pitch in the postseason, keep that guy in the rotation. Atlanta's so good they don't have to. So it feels a little different, right, for the Mets, even though that division lead is now down to one game for the Metropolitans.
0: It it does. It, I think it's just his, it's history more than anything for the Mets. Like it does it does matter that the Braves. Like, I picked the Braves to win the East before the season started. I think it matters that the Braves are playing up to their potential now. But there is the history of – like Mets fan is used to the, the rug being pulled off from underneath them, which I think changes a lot. Yankee fan, we're, we're becoming used to it in recent history. But um, it definitely – it feels more realistic with the Mets, especially when Scherzer gets hurt out of nowhere, things not hurt, and like all this thing. Like, there's all these random little things that happen with the Mets that seem to always happen with the Mets.
1: The other comparison, too, for the Mets and the Yankees is – Depending on the buy and the postseason layout and the bracket, all that stuff, Yankees and Mets will likely get two of their division rivals in the postseason. So three teams, half the postseason field in both the American League and the National League could feature East teams. And just because of familiarity, because of scouting reports, because everything, I would say you'd want to avoid that. Even if talent on talent, the Mets and Yankees are better. Uh, For the Yankees, for the Rays and the Blue Jays, and for the Mets, the Braves and the Phillies, if you're better than them, obviously you think you have a better chance to beat them. But they've seen you so many times, it feels like a coin flip when you get to the postseason with plays like that.
0: Well, also, you know what? If six, five or six Eastern teams are in the playoffs, it's going to be cold. It's not going to be comfortable (laughs) for whoever has to come here and play them. So, and that's all we're going to hear about is, you know, who's freezing now. That's because historically speaking, when, it, when a summer is this hot in New York, we will usually get our ass kicked in the winter. So I, I would not be shocked if it's a cold one. And if there's three Eastern teams, it's got to at least be raining like a son of a gun. At least right rain. rain.
1: Well, Levac, you mentioned weather and the weather changing. That's a perfect time to talk about our friends at Johnstone Supply in Troy. Oh, I love those
0: guys. That falls
1: officially here, and that means changes are coming to your home. Does your furnace need to be replaced? Are you looking for an upgrade for your heating system? Johnstone Supply in Troy can make sure your home is heated properly for that colder weather on the way. Family-owned and operated business, Johnstone Supply in Troy has been helping upstate New York residents for decades, and now they can help you visit their store on 6th Avenue in Troy. Some nice weather could still be on the way. And if you finally pushed off all those summer projects in early September, they will have those competitive prices in store for you to find the tools that you need. Sixth Avenue in Troy is your spot, Johnstone Supply in Troy. Whether it's finding those tools, the proper change for your filters, making sure your home is ready to go for the colder weather on the way, it's Johnstone Supply in Troy's friendly staff. Shout out to our guy, George. I'm renaming him Fish, formerly known as Bird. <laughs> He's always going to help you in there as well as Kev and everybody else. George, shout out to him. I definitely know his name. Johnstone Supply Troy NY. Johnstone Supply Troy NY is where you can find him on Facebook. Or give him a call today at 518-272-5922. 518-272-5922. Save that in your phone. something goes wrong at your home or you need those supplies, it is our friends over at Johnstone Supply in Troy for our visual side. There's, darn it, man. There we go. There's their logo over, over here
0: your problem it's right there
1: over here levax right man it's so hard
0: thank you um oh, Rezzo, you can sit on my face um <laughs> i gotta get a wheelbarrow
1: they probably so, got one for you
0: i'm sure they do i just my i've had one forever but it's like my brother broke the tire and he never fixed it and now i went to use it and the tire's still broken i'm like well this is garbage but um I think I'm just getting a new one. It was a twisted T promotional one. It was a nice wheelbarrow. It, was, it it did fine, but I need a new one. Cause you we were just talking about putting stuff off. I, the entire season, I was like uh, the, the Albany empire season. I'm like, ah, oh, you know, as soon as it's over, I'll get to work on this stuff. Well, as soon as it over the, the Columbus stuff started. So now I'm looking at my yard. I got like trees growing in places and crap like that. I'm like, Oh crap. What am I going to, uh, I need a wheelbarrow. That's my excuse for not doing it this week. So i have a wheelbarrow in my backyard and for
1: whatever reason uh rex wants to push it and he has no chance of moving it he just like <laughs> thinks he's gonna it's got it's got dirt in it it's not going anywhere but he's i think the whole concept of a wheelbarrow fascinates him
0: you Just just him one of those like uh little tykes ones He'll love it i might yeah yeah that's there's when's his uh, birthday or anything like that
1: june 23rd also my wedding anniversary so Easy one to win, though.
0: All right, so Christmas. He gets a wheelbarrow. There you go. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Here's a wheel- wheelbarrow.
1: There you okay? There you go. <laughs>
0: well, like, we're
1: two days away from the NFL kicking off. I know we'll do Woo! picks on Thursday. and I will we'll break down more of the games on Thursday with the Bills. I got and some the games Rams. I like this week, too. Okay, so I think the better way to do this NFL talk, and again, if you're watching on our YouTube sign, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, whatever sign you're on, If you've got some thoughts, you want to make sure you get into the show, please let us know. We'll hit a lot of NFL questions here. Is there anything two days away from kickoff? Again, kind of similar to our college football talk. Player, something that's changed about a team, something about the league overall that has your mind spinning before kickoff of the weekend action and Thursday night?
0: I I just, you know, at this point, I think you're just – you're still just looking at drama, right? Like it's – you know, you don't have anything you can – preseason doesn't really mean anything anymore. You rarely see the starters. You only get to see a little bit of the practices. It's very rare that you hear a negative report card from practice. So like I'm looking at Thursday night and I'm thinking to myself how you know if I'm the Bills, I know I need to make a statement. I know I need to win this game to show everybody that I should be the favorite. If I'm the Rams, I don't want to let I don't want to lose the opener. I don't think the but the the winning winning team of the Super Bowl hasn't lost in a couple of years or something like that, so like that's when like you gotta you gotta go with the drama, and when it comes to drama, like there's there's some really fun games. Like I'm super excited to don't ask me why, I'm super excited to see Carolina Cleveland. Like did you ever think I would Ooh. say, I was super excited to see Carolina Cleveland? Like it's just there's there's some drama, there's some stories.
1: Carolina-Cleveland could be the highest scoring game of week one because you know Baker's going to audible out of place. He's going to want to sling it all over the place for Carolina.
0: And Matt Rule's going to let him. Matt Rule yeah. strikes me as the kind of coach who's going who's to be like, Baker, go to work. Go
1: have some fun. There's a lot of prove-it guys on Cleveland all of a sudden. You've got Jacoby. You've got Chubb. You've got Amari Cooper. <laughs> all those guys got chips on their shoulder. Miles Garrett probably believes he's the best player on defense over Aaron Donald. I like when yes, yeah, everybody on the field had something to prove. There's a little extra intensity in that game for the New York Giants. Uh, they believe they take on the Tennessee Titans mm-hmm. on the road, week one. I saw this question posed today. Is it a make or break season for Daniel Jones? Let me tell you something about that question, Giants. It's already broken. There's no make or break for Dan. This thing's done. He could he, make he could he could win. He could know. win the job back. Well, here's what I think is gonna happen with Daniel Jones he's done he's toast because okay let's say he has a great season all right let's say he whatever 30 touchdowns 12 picks giants around a winning record i would be stunned if a new gm joe shane if the new head coach brian dable for the quarterback they didn't want say you know this guy that dave gettleman picked compared to the manning brothers who sucked for four years of his career. We don't want to go after Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. We don't want to go after an older Jimmy Garoppolo or Jake Hayner at Fresno State. We want to give Daniel Jones $18 million.
0: I, that's hard for if me to believe. Get, if you, if you get a good. starting quarterback at 18 mil and he's good, he fits what you're doing, yeah, you go for it. Plus, what every one of these guys has an ego, right? So you Brian Dable got this job. Joe Shank got this job because of Josh Allen. Now, if you could do that, even close to that with Daniel Jones, everybody's gonna start looking at Sean McDermott, everybody over there, and going, huh? Maybe it wasn't you guys, maybe it was these guys. Like and a winning quarterback in the NFL is not easy to find. We're not talking about a guy who's 30. We're talking about a guy who's what what is he 23, 24? I mean, he's not he's not 25, like he's still yeah. got there's a lot of tread left on those tires. If he goes out there and has 30 touchdowns and 10 or less, 12 interceptions, Giants are like a winning team, possibly a playoff team. It, I think they'll be hard pressed to get rid of him. Even if even if he comes in, even if he gets another year as a as a transition quarterback, he'll get another year and they'll tell us it's competition. And then if he goes and smokes it next year, that other that young kid's gonna be on the trade block.
1: I can see Daniel Jones on the bench by week eight. Roll to Rod, aka tyron taylor and That's day ball story. and shane That's being weird. like we want nothing to do with them so there you go john since there's something to watch for the season levaque and gaza's daniel jones watch what that potential duke quarterback future could be for big blue i think I no think, matter I what think he, he can, does
0: i don't know if he will but i think he can win his way back into being the the current future quarterback of the giants
1: here's another one too a team that you believe can get to the super bowl a team that i'm starting to look at their schedule Mike McCarthy is either going to redeem or end his career in 2022. Now, the redeem is easy, right? Like, if you think they can go deep because of the playoff matchups they could potentially face in the NFC playoffs, if they win the division or a wild card team, and you're a Cowboy fan, that could be your season. You kind of pointed that out on our NFL preview show that the Cowboys are good, but they might get the perfect matchups because of the West matchups and the wild card and with the Bucks potentially what they have there. So it could be good for Dallas. But if Dallas struggles out of the gates, because their schedule looks like this. They get Tampa in that week one game, the defending AFC champion Bengals, divisional games back-to-back with the Giants and racial slurs, a.k.a. the commanders. So you could split that easily. Then Rams, then Eagles. Like You could potentially only have one win out of that. And if the Cowboys are at week five at one and four, and Jerry Jones is old and wants to fire everybody, and Dak Prescott and Zeke are getting a lot older, Mike McCarthy could be the first coach fired this season.
0: Or he could be a Super Bowl coach, and I'm between that. That's it. There's no yeah. in-between this year for Mike McCarthy for me. I'm, kind of, I'm with you, but it's like – it's. I don't think you can – you can't just take a big old steam and dump on Daniel Jones and the Giants and then tell me that there's a tough start to the season for the Cowboys. Like, you, you can't – because, like, I, I would argue this is – if you were going to get the Buccaneers, this is when you want them. 8.20 at night, well past old man Brady's bedtime – um he hasn't been at camp so he's he you know he's he's probably as close to rusty as you're going to get him you know that's like if there's ever a chance to to beat Dracula it's that game uh the Bengals I don't know if I expect a lot from the Bengals this year I think they'll be good but I don't think they're going to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl you just told me you don't think Daniel Jones is worth a poop I don't think Carson Wentz is worth a poop so you could start the year four and oh Go to the Rams. Okay, the Rams probably beat you at that point, point. and then the, the, you're looking at the Eagles for a chance to be five and one to start the season. You start the season five and one. You know, and the rest of that coaching staff is pretty dang good, and the players are pretty dang good. I, I, I think I think the Cowboys are. It's not it's not an easy schedule, but I think it's it's presented in in such a way that it's as easy as those opponents are going to get
1: fair enough i kind of want the chaos i, ca- I think i want to hear steven a Smith well, of course you want to understand.
0: lose the first you want to lose the first one of your favorite that's team that's right, the buccaneers that's right, what do you think the buccaneers are this year old yeah that's fair Fat. i've seen people draft leonard Fournette and i'm like isn't he fat and then like i saw tom brady go way later than i've ever seen him go before in all my drafts i was just like wow mike Evans still goes early which is good that's that I'm- shows some intelligence
1: I'm happy you mentioned the Fournette thing because we had this conversation on a new recently released episode of We Talk Fantasy, who, by the way, Kyle Ray says you have the best team in the Godzilla Media League this year. So
0: Thank you. Thank you, Kyle Ray. I always said uh, out of all the people in Godzilla Media who I'm unfamiliar with, Kyle Ray is my favorite.
1: He um, did, did also mention you probably will never listen to this episode, so clearly he's listening to this show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I like, um, no, I, I, I always mean to listen to that one. And now that I'll be spending about 16 to 17 hours in my truck. It's, there's a better chance than ever that I'll listen to them. You don't know what's messed up? I really have no idea where to find podcasts. I I don't. I listen to the <laughs> ones I listen to, and after that, I don't know where they are. I don't. I know they're in space. I know they exist somewhere.
1: We're available on Spotify, Apple, Google Play. I'll send you some links when you're on your road trip. is, but that, I, I like, re-
0: is that like? I don't know. Is that? Do I just like? Do I just yell into the wind? Hello. Spotify like how do I I know Spotify has music our
1: YouTube audience which is very highly ranking over 50 years old is just nodding their heads like yeah how do you do that Why, how do you uh I'll show you again a uh, by the way he is the player who fell the most in drafts totally right if you had to pick one fantasy football player who fell the most it is Leonard Fournette because of the report that he got fat uh Tom Brady his face is weird he has no offensive line so, yeah, Tampa might benefit become a, uh, because of bad quarterback play maybe in the NFC South. So I do not feel good about my Buccaneers. I wish because it feels so obvious that it's Brady's final season that I could go out and tell you the Buccaneers are going to win the Super Bowl again. I do not feel good about that. So it feels as if the NFC is wide open and the Rams are back and they got McVay and O'Connell's in Minnesota. Hell, I see a lot of hype coming for the Vikings. Like they feel like a horse at Saratoga. What's that called? The barn money.
0: Yeah, the yep.
1: barn money's coming in on the Vikings. All of a sudden, a lot of people like Minnesota.
0: No, and it, and it's there's a lot there's a lot to like. And you know, actually, I even heard uh, it's funny you mentioned that because I even heard Colin Cowherd talk about how like he thinks the coach is the right coach for this time, and you know, it's Kirk Cousins' best chance to go out there and, and be successful and all that. I I just you know me, not a Kirk Cousins fan. Not not a big supporter, but I believe when when Justin Jefferson says he studied Cooper Cup, he figured out why Cooper Cup was always open. I believe him. Like he was already great. Now he's even greater. If that's true, someone's got to throw him the football. So it's it's gonna be Captain Kirk, and you know, so he'll do well. Dalvin Cook at defense was is is got a lot of, of, of good players on it and there's regression you know like I, I think detroit's getting better but they're not in that conversation yet green bay it's great it comes down to green bay who you get week one you get them week one can you beat them now they don't have Devonte adams you know uh, aaron Rodgers is out you know doing ayahuasca and god knows what else he's doing you know it, puke therapy or some crap i don't know what he's up to like there's a lot of weird things going on in green Bay. <laughs> If there was ever a chance to beat them, it's probably right now.
1: Green Bay, Minnesota. You know, I love doing this when we do our picks, and I'll say it again on Thursday: the game I least would like to predict because Minnesota is a point and a half underdog at home in a divisional game. We just hyped up Minnesota for all that, and Green Bay is all that. I don't know what to do with that game, so pass, pass on home Minnesota, dog, baby. Green Bay. I home dog, let's go. Very fascinated by that. Uh, I want to tell one quick story, by the way, Lebec. I've not told you this story. Hopefully, she is still with us on the broadcast. Our pal Cindy Lou Martin Gentile, who showed up to my house today. She's at your house. She's at my house today. Hey, you come visit me at my house? Uh, hopefully, hopefully, she doesn't get mad at what I'm about to say. But what, let's just say this: I saw a Howard Hanna car outside of my house, yeah. and it was a rainy day here in the Capital Region. So I brought Rex outside because he was getting, you know, he wants to get a house, he wants to play. So I'm out of my driveway. I'm like, I wonder if there's a chance it's actually Cindy. And sure enough, it was Cindy. So there I am yelling for my driveway That's where it's ran- I'm like, hey, are you Cindy Martin? Are you Cindy? And she must have been so confused. She's like, uh, yeah. Now, you got a picture of me. I'm in the garage wet, glasses on, shorts. I got a baby with nothing but pajamas on. I'm like, hey, it's Gaz. She's like, what?
0: What? <laughs> I think the first question
1: was going to be like, why are you here? And then she realized it's my house. This is where I live, Cindy. This is That's why I'm here. But, yeah, she's working with people in Glenville. So it was really cool to see
0: her showing up to my house. We were chatting it up. So she's killing it, man. Well, she's, I mean, like, in all sincerity, she knows when it's time to sell the folly. That's her job. She's got to do it. Um, I don't know if I trust anybody else anymore. So that's a... Uh, that's definitely, she's, she's, whoever's that house ain't gonna be empty for long. Let's just put it like that. I also like how just
1: unsolicited, I start giving her prices for the house. Like I have any type of expertise in real estate. I feel like that's what happens to us sometimes. when like <laughs> people give us sports picks and like, we don't mind that. I hope Cindy didn't mind me just being like, listen, I know the neighborhood. Here's the price you should set the house at. And I'm just basically like in the back of my mind. I'm like, the higher this house goes, the more my house will be worth. Right. That's pretty easy math. I think everyone knew my intentions yeah. there. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that.
0: Thank but it's like you. it's weird though, because I've got that's like your neighborhood is like a nice neighborhood. My neighborhood is a very nice neighborhood, less one house. like there's a house that has like been open since I moved in. like whoever it was like just vacated the house, the bank owns it, but it's it's one of those situations where it's cheaper for the bank to just take care of it than it is to sell it at this point. But it's not like they're it's not like they're upgrading it and crap like that. So like so it's like my one neighbor's got this perfect house. Every tree looks like a freaking lollipop. The grass is all the same length. You know my house I do okay. Another big house, another big house, boom. boom. And then right across the street from mine, like this derelict freaking zombie house that like is just out of nowhere. So it's like the house next to mine just sold for a really nice price like less than a year ago. But then across the street from me is this house that like, it, if you if you bought it you bought it to burn it down. <laughs> so so i'd rather have your situation than mine for sure when it comes to that kind of stuff just hide the house is that is that possible can Cindy just put like
1: a big bed sheet over the house and people are torn what's all oh, just construction over there There's gotta be some i think what i'm gonna right? i think what
0: i'm gonna do is try to sell it to like to like a like a dude like a single dude and just get as many of our hot chick friends to jog by so it's like they never look up at the house they just look down at the hot chicks and it's like <laughs> oh <uh-oh>, uh. <laughs> you know what i'm saying i got this i got a plan I got a plan here.
1: Speaking of beautiful women, maybe that's your wife, your fiance, your girlfriend. Take care of her this football season at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Guys, if you want to sit on your couch and watch Red Zone for six hours and avoid apple picking, the best way to do it is to buy her a wonderful piece of jewelry at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. Uh, Route 50, the shops of Wilton, is where you can find that piece of jewelry, whether it be an earring, a necklace, or Maybe you're prepping for your wedding on the way. Two-for-one wedding band sales are there. I know from experience, that's my wedding band. That's where I got my engagement ring. And I had gone through the process of finding it. Sweating right there. Trying to find a ring. Scared, nervous, not knowing exactly what to do. Luckily, the friendly staff there at Lily and David Fine Dealers helped me. Shout out to Alyssa. Shout out to David. Uh, Family as well. Kids are off, man. Alyssa's kids are off to school. I get to build that relationship with them over the years. So cool. Finding out about everything in their lives and more. Head over and support a family owned and operated business that's been helping Levac and I, and they can do the same for you this football season. Take care of that someone special in your life, guys. I'm telling you, you will benefit for months to come, hoping my wife is not hearing this conversation and then figuring out my secret. I'd love you. Lily and David, Lily. fine jewelers, Route 50, shops of Wilton. Share Gaza's story.
0: Lily and David, so good that I almost consider dating just to buy cool things there. And then I just go buy and stuff for myself, which I like more. It's more fun.
1: Q&A to end the day if you're on Twitter, Facebook, or All YouTube. Right, this go. is your time to get your comments in. Uh, Ryan McCarthy had the most recent comment, but I really want to get this one up on the screen.
0: Do you go, <laughs> oh, a- <laughs> Ryan, go ahead. You want, it or you want me to do it? Is that saying uh, Wiccan? Wick- 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 yeah, so like, like witches. Between the Wiccan tats, the long hair, and the ayahuasca, Aaron Rodgers is a vodka endorsement away from being a trophy wife. I thought I was going to say, like, one naked bongo arrest away from being Matt McConaughey. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. He's gone from so likable to so hateable. And it's not even Actually, like an- I think I like him more now because I just don't think he cares. Yeah, yeah, because I don't think he cares. Like, I don't, I wouldn't want him as my quarterback because he's just got too much going on. Like, I think, I think on the list of things that matter to Aaron Rodgers, football is like 12th. You know, and the things listed by Ryan McCarthy right there rank above football, you know, Wiccan tats, long hair, ayahuasca, you know, all of that. I think it, it means way more to him, but no, I, I I still just something about a guy who just does not give a bleep what you think of him. I, I can find some love for
1: Rogers hurts my head because you and I love the athlete that is open. What are you, Anthony Rizzo? Open and authentic and honest and shares personalities and is engaging in interviews and is different thinker. Like that is the perfect interview you want for a coach, an athlete, whoever it might be. But the more and more Rogers talks, I'm like, yeah, I'm good. That's enough. Yeah. Like the Joe Rogan yeah. podcast he just did initially, I'm like, wow, that's probably going to do well. Those two are interesting guys. And I thought, I will never listen to it. I just, I'm good. I'm, I'm fine. I'm sure somebody will put out clips. Is anybody, of does anybody actually of listen
0: it? to the entire Joe Rogan podcast? I don't know anybody Ooh. who actually listens to it start to finish. Me neither, and everyone's like, "Oh, I love Joe Rogan; he's great."
1: I'm not. Look, he figured it out. He does a wonderful job. Spotify yeah. paid him a ton of money. I just don't oh. get how that format has worked in good. Someone's got to explain it to me too, like I don't well, know how someone has well, time for not that.
0: Even that. Just like I know that I know the the can't miss clips will end up on YouTube on their own. I don't need to sit through the whole thing. I just don't. I don't. I don't have the I don't have the patience for it. And again, I, like you said, good for you, dude. I would love to do what you do, but it's just I feel like now he's reached that level of. Like you people go, "Hey do you listen to the Joe Rogan podcast and you go, "No, and they're like, "Oh, I say, like, oh well, how, what was that? La- well one should I listen to you first? Oh I don't know. Like you just supposed <laughs> to like, like the way Howard Stern used to be where it's like, oh, you don't listen to Howard Stern nerd. It's like, wait, well, what what's your favorite show? the one with the with the spanking and the boobs. <laughs> that's an incredible
1: level to get to too, by the way, for right. Stern and Rogan and like Portnoy's a little bit like that at Barstool too. Like the clips will go viral. That's one of the things I've pushed back on too. And I know that's like one of the biggest criticisms people give me in Godzilla media. Like you should put out the best clip of the day and share it with everybody. Be like, so they'll never watch the show ever, you know? So like, right. all right, I got my clips. I'm good. So I just undercut my sponsors the entire time. I just, someone's probably going to save that clip and be like, God says he's figured out podcasting he says he's better than Rogan. No, that's not the point of that, but yeah. Okay. Right. Ugh. You know what, Corey and Greenwich? Corey, I want to hear more at one point. We will speak again. Hopefully, you'll come join us at the Hideaway. Our, by the way, our October and football schedule dates to be confirmed, but most of them are now up on gonsolimedia.com. You might see Corey and Greenwich. Levac, I think this is to you and I. Yeah, it is. Who yeah. has a better wide-receiving core this season, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Oakland Raiders?
0: Um, well, it's, it's CORE. It's C-O-R-P. Um, I, I would say top to bottom, it's the box. I, you know, I, I I think, I think the, you could debate whether Devonte Adams is better than Mike Evans or whatever, like Hunter Renfro is like my favorite safety blanket out there. But realistically speaking, when you do the Raiders wide receivers, it's, it's Adams and Renfro and then Waller and you're hoping Waller is going to be healthy, but he's a tight end. And I think Cameron Braid's gonna have a hell of a year at tight end for Tampa. But I think I think top to bottom, I haven't like I haven't looked at the the Buccaneers' wide receiver core or the core of wide receivers. I don't know how he, he wants me to do that. Um, <laughs> but like to have Godwin and Evans, yeah, so you got Scotty Miller's a beast. Russell Gage is up and coming. I would say overall, I would give it to uh, I would give it to your Buccaneers, but. The top. I think, I think the Raiders are pretty top heavy, though.
1: Yep. Tampa's got the better receiving core. If you said offensive weapons, that might have been a more fascinating question because then you can toss in Darren Waller. Gronk is out. OJ Howard keeps getting cut. I know he was. Cameron Brait was there for a while. It, it might have even been more interesting in 2021. No, Tampa would have had a big advantage there too. Yeah, Tampa's the answer. Best receiving core in the NFL. I would go with the Bengals.
0: Uh, yeah, it's hard. To, it's hard to debate that. I, the Buffalo's is going to be pretty solid. Yep. Buffalo's got You know the you know the receiving. What's the kid say? Low key? low key, low key receiving core. You're going to want to keep an eye on is Houston's. Ooh, Brandon Cooks. All he does is catch thousands of yards. Uh, Nico Collins is is an up and comer. Like I you know Philip Dorsett then, is what he is, but but Nico Collins is special.
1: The young rookie from Bama too. If that poor kid didn't get sick with leukemia, they would have been even better. Oh my kid goodness. I know they yeah. would have been so good if he was healthy.
0: And by the way, uh, OJ Howard is now in Houston. So, yeah.
1: Jim wanted to remind me, easy, easy over there, guys. Pinstrike Bowl, maybe. I keep talking about the Orange Bowl earlier in the podcast. He wants uh, to know He's remind a Florida
0: State thing. fan. He's a Florida yes. State fan. So just let him have his time. I'll give Jim
1: credit on this. And I know he gave love to Garrett Schrader. Travis, number 13, Florida State's quarterback. And I know you yeah. watched the game. Yeah. Our guy, Chris Passover over at CBS Six Sports, made a 90 second video and said, he has just shot himself into the first round of the NFL draft and be like, Chris, it was game one. I was already yeah. I was gonna be one of those guys, and it annoys both of us. The right. person who doesn't watch the video and then immediately comments. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna pull back and watch the video. And I'm like, I think he edited these cuts because these are unreal throws. Right. He's way, way better, at least after game one than I realized. He's really good that Travis Kidd, the quarterback.
0: I will admit that I did text you and say, So the ACC championship is gonna be Florida State versus North Carolina. And then you said Syracuse. I go, no, but really. (laughs) It did happen. Uh, I love this one. Our guy Tyler
1: on Twitter. Tyler wrote this one in. And as usual, it's our new tradition. People just don't do it underneath the video. That's okay. I'll just complain about it to you and everyone else watching.
0: They they just do what they do.
1: Tyler wrote in, hey, did you guys catch that end of the AEW pay-per-view and the press conference with CM Punk? Wild end, am I right? You might remember Tyler had the sign in the crowd a few years ago of, Lesnar fears LeVac, Matt same Tyler. <laughs> Did you catch um, it? You know what he's talking about. I
0: actually, I didn't see it when it happened, but I've seen it since. Uh, somebody sent it to me, and I gotta be honest, man. I feel like Tony Khan would have paid good money to muzzle CM Punk during that press conference because you just like Tony. Tony Khan is an awkward human in the first place. I don't know exactly what's not wired right on him, but like. He's giving faces like whatever. CM Punk is just going off about what a sack of crap Colt Cabana is because he's suing them and then destroying e- EPVs or whatever the frick they're called. Whatever, but yeah, basically he, like wrestlers, yeah, the
1: yeah. vice presidency ownership, the young bucks and Kenny Omega. Yeah. yeah,
0: they all get like extra money based on how the how things perform. And he's calling them all out. Like hangman page or whatever the hell his name is, he's calling him out, calling him an idiot and a drunk comeback and stuff like that. And it's like, he goes in. Meanwhile, he's eating pastries and drinking some kind of lemon soda by the bag. And it's just like, it, it's so surreal and so awkward that I kept watching it, even though I had no idea who the people were he was talking about.
1: I made a promise to myself, and it's a weird thing to do at 32 years old, to be like, don't let him fool you guys. Don't let him, f- yeah, that's right. I'm an adult watching wrestling, and I'm promising that it's almost like watching a Marvel movie and screaming out, that's a special effect. That's, you know, nobody wants that guy to ruin something. But I have to go back to the initial thought of what a press conference is, right? Like, if you're a media member, and I'll politely use air quotes on this, what are you doing? So you're asking a professional wrestler in character about the match they just had. It's not, I I get what Tony Khan's trying to do with the press conference to give that more fight feel to it, to bring in those casual wrestling fans. That's the, I would believe that's the goal of what he's doing. But it feels like there's a little character work there. But it's awesome. Dude, I've been invested in this thing for two days. I can't get enough of it. Allegedly, yeah. there was a fight after with right. Omega and the Young Bucks. And they I were going to quit? Yeah. I texted uh, Trav, from the Trav Rigney Show. He posted this on Twitter. And I said this about CM Punk. This is about a year ago he came back. And that was one of the coolest moments in probably the last 15 years where he actually came back in Chicago. They went nuts. But they could never make him a bad guy. Like, he was always going to be, like, the saving grace of AEW.
0: People just love, love, love CM Punk. Right. Because, How did you make him a Because of the pipe bomb. Yes. Well, because of the pipe bomb. Mm-hmm. And then now that's, like, part of this feels like he's reached that level where, you know, I, I kind of, like, not in the same way, but, like, I kind of got away with this on radio for a long time where it was like, Jeff's just going to say what he wants. You know, it's just like, well, we can't talk about this yet okay i won't and then i'll go right on the air and be like so we're not allowed to talk about the fact that this is happening and like and you would have to like like my favorite move if you're watching on um on techie's fire and water restorations facebook or Godzilla's YouTube or gaz's twitter because gaz loves himself um this is a guy no like Godzilla would literally like i would start saying something bad and Godzilla would slowly back away from the mic like he would just rock backwards that's right so there was more like <laughs> like if they don't hear me breathing, they won't know I was part of this. Like when I did the the Royal Rumble, the women's main event, I was like, how are they going to fit 30 people in a kitchen? And like, yeah, guys just like... <laughs> but like, you know, yes. like, like corporate would be like, like uh, don't talk about the new whatever. So I'd come out and be like, yeah, did you hear this? Our sister station on the hall just flipped? No, we're not supposed to talk about that. Oh, all right. Well, then just don't tell anybody it's gonna be rock now or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it was just always because what were they gonna do to me? Nothing. I think CM Punk's like way bigger than me, obviously. Not physically, but but star wise. And I just feel like he's reached that level where he feels like he has to say it now. Cause there's just like that was so awkward. It was so awkward. Right, right. Wait, a minute, I want to know which one. Ryan, you gotta say Ryan goes, I I've witnessed those moments as an intern. You gotta like <laughs> write down which one you which one you you, you remember.
1: Your description right there is a mix between a poker player and a magician, which I feel like this AEW thing is, which is great because it's the poker player that you play Texas holding, they're yelling, Yeah, I got pocket aces. And you're like, You're not supposed to say, oh, right. shoot. What am I supposed to do? Really? He, he might, he might, right. he might not. And the magician thing to the MJF thing, right? That was the talk of the that summer was, that
0: that was pretty cool,
1: right? So he came back, and you would think the first question would be, So is he under contract or not under contract? No, 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 don't ask that over here. We, right. There's a fight next. Right. Nobody's talking about that. So that's a a classic magician. Well, they said it. He played.
0: They played the voicemail too. And Mm -hmm. I gotta believe. I gotta believe that if you're the sound guy for AEW, you're not playing your boss's voicemail (laughs) without your boss's opinion, like uh, approval. You know what I mean? Like, like. I just like yeah. You know, MJF. That's his name. Yep. I don't know. I don't know who, who he is. I know he's got a scarf. I know that's his big thing. He has a scarf. Ascot, please. Oh, sorry. No, ascots are a little thing. That's like a. He's got like a cashmere scarf. Oh, you're right. That's right. <laughs> I only know. I know. Like I know him especially because he did a thing. Uh, Dan Housen followed him around with a scarf. Look, I'm like you. <laughs> Look at me. I'm like you now. Yeah.
1: Um, I just associated rich people in ascots for another person yeah. who yeah, hasn't appeared great. for a while. That's right.
0: Wait, which one? Who else?
1: Yeah, Ivy League
0: degree oh, yes yeah, who knows video, football yeah. season he could pop up okay. he can call at any time you never know <laughs> and you know um, well yeah but I, like yeah, they, i like the mjf thing but again you, there's no way that you just play a voicemail from your boss on that show like if did it on a podcast i believe it but that's you know, but good for them it's fun it's and people are buying it so good good for them
1: yeah, the WWE had a show that had sixty thousand plus in Wales, and their show was great too. So we knew a great time in wrestling was coming back. And the fact that Tyler left that comment, and we got some comments on it too. Great time, great yeah, time Tommy to be Gross pro wrestling. Was talking thing.
0: about it, he was. Um, I, yeah, it's 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 still not to the point where, like, if you and I were hanging out, like we used to always watch. Um, was it Summerslam? No, yeah. Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble
1: in Radio yeah. Row.
0: Yeah, that was like a, that became a thing because we would get out on Sunday. We try to check in if we had time and then we'd go to the hotel or wherever and we'd watch we'd watch the Royal Rumble. That was that became like part of the part of the thing. Especially if uh, our, our guy Timmy over at the hideaway had a pool going and we could gamble on it too. Then then it was really it was really gonna be a, a thing. But like unless the friends around, I don't really I don't really watch the wrestling, but I will watch like recaps. I will like I'll I'll give if if, if a pay per view is what like two, three hours, I'll give it 10, 15 minutes. I'll, I'll give it that long but after that i don't really care enough Still.
1: i hope i don't disappoint our fellow wrestling fans with this comment but i've become a full youtube wwe fan yeah they post a bunch of their best stuff on youtube i'll rip through six seven videos i'll know what's going on in them out they've um on snapchat they have, um, have, two, snapchat, they have a anymore. top
0: 10 thing yeah like the top 10 things that happened on raw or whatever that's like three minutes long and now you got me that's where i live give me three yeah. minutes of it i can digest that pretty easily any more We're questions? Back.
1: That's it. That's all I that's wanted. To... Yeah, that's it. That's that's all uh... that's
0: a little good. freaked out. So, like there's a corner over by my fireplace where like a spider has put together like a corner web, and it's a good size, it's probably like two big slices of pizza. So I took it down like two days ago. I just looked over its back, and I looked around for the spider too, because I was gonna try and flip him outside because I'm trying to be like a better person, like towards the world. In hopes that like you know maybe some of this crap in my life will be better i don't know karma or whatever it's back already so there's a good size fucking spider in my house and it's like i, I gotta find the kitten make we, sure the kitten's not in the spider web
1: are you on laptop computer or do we have
0: a mobile camera i've that got we might... the camera but it's a can house we... is a wreck right now okay i'll take a okay. picture of it and post it okay oh, because i'm like now i'm pulling everything apart so i can get it cleaned up and not because i'm not going to be here for weeks at a time which is crap and my kids Thursday. are have to oh, Thursday. Thursday. Okay, the cats on the cat's in the, the, cat's in the okay. lounge. So the spider didn't eat the cat. That's a good thing. All right. No
1: weekend show this week because we're going double weekday shows. We're gonna give our woop, picks woop. on Thursday. We're gonna post that online as well for people who might be looking for the weekend pick. So live, 6.30 to 8 o'clock, Bill's Mafia, NFL football fans come join us under the orange roof at Hooters. Our favorite shows to go out live during the season unless the Hideaways listening to us are Mohawk Honda or anywhere else we go out live. We love our shows under the orange roof. Thursday kickoff at Hooters. It is going to be an awesome show. Cannot wait to watch some football. It is officially back Thursday night for the NFL.
0: Yes, and uh, I think we've learned something very important. If you would like to flirt with Gaz or myself, please do not offer for us to sit on your face.